0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, D O T T L E Y. This is the Ninjas of Another Podcast. Ninjas of Another Color Podcast it is Sunday, April sixteenth. We are coming to you live from Earth. First things first. Want to shout out to all those people who download and listen from Ashburn, Virginia, San Jose, California. Boardman, Washington, uh, Dallas, Texas, or Dallas, Georgia, greatly appreciate you, Frankfurt, Germany, Snellville, Georgia, West Palm Florida, Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, we got Guyana, we got Mexico, we got San Francisco, San Antonio, Norcross, Mountain City, Wichita, Miami, Austin, Phoenix, Houston, Greenville, Bridgeport, Stratford, Boston, Houston, Seattle, Denver. Birmingham, got Columbia, Grenada, Herman, we even got places in China, I do appreciate, so tell a friend to tell a friend so we can expand, alright, I am your host, D-O-T-T-L-E-Y, The Real Ninja, uh, this is Ninja of Another Color Podcast, we are bringing to you pop culture and current events sports that may interest you we are found on most platforms so rate us, review us subscribe, comment, give us 5 stars, 4 stars, 3 stars, 2 stars give us any stars if you don't give us any stars I will assume I'm doing it correctly Aye, we are available on Spotify Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast Pandora and Google Podcast, in, and yes we're still working on yes you know it, Apple. Alright, first up, the Atlanta Braves are 12-4, and back to back sweeps and leading the NL in wins. Uh, who is the MVP? Uh, we can go, we have uh, about four people we can say, uh, Shane Murphy, Austin Riley, Matt, or my favorite, Ronald Acuna Jr., who is going to be the NL MVP if no one gets hurt. So let's get into it,
1: guys. Maybe pitch inside a little bit, you know, knock him off the plate some, and then set up that little sweeper away. It's the Braves. He's made 11 starts, and that is swung on and missed. Good start right there. Go ahead and trick him. Line drive to center, and that'll drop in off the bat of Austin Riley for a two-out hit. He waits a one-two here, and he goes down. It's another strikeout for Greinke. So now he has 2,895 in his illustrious career. On the mound is Kyle Wright. He went three innings in his season debut Tuesday against the Reds. His second start here today. And a one-two from Wright. And he got Melendez. Very good start here for the right-hander. That's three really impressive curveballs in this cold weather to start off this game. Nick Green did a feature in spring training where Kyle talked about the velocity of that curveball. And Rosario is number 995 off the end of the bat. Two hops to third, and Matt Duffy throws him out. And down goes... ...the Braves in order. A lot of success against both he and Singer, the two starters so far. And here, Sam Hilliard with a good eye, will trot down to first base, and the Braves have speed aboard to start the third. Hard hit, and that gets by Duffy. Hilliard took a big turn at second, but he will hold. The Braves have something going in the third. Hard hit to right. Will it hang in the air? No, and it gets by only all the way to the wall. The only question is, will Wilson make it all the way in? He will not. He gets the third. That's good enough to make it 2 in Braves. Yeah, but just a tough read. Tried to get the short hop, and it goes all the way to the wall. There was no stopping a Gugner at that stage. And I would have thought Manny might have tried to get the inside the park home run, but held up by Washington. Here's Austin Riley with the infield in, and he strikes one high in the air. Deep right center field up to the win. His ball, and Oliveros are back there. Oliveros makes the catch. Landing deep enough to drive in Matt Olsen. Sack flag for Austin Riley. And it's 3 nothing at left. Fee and Lopez are coming up, rounded up the middle and into center, Kyle Wright had retired the first 6 Royals, and now Reyes is on to begin the 3rd Up 0-2 again. Duffy bounced it toward the right side, through the vacated hole and into right field. Reyes over to second, Duffy out at first. Lopez shows bump, drops it down, goes right back to right. He picks it up, thought about third. Nobody was covering. He throws to first, it's wide. It also had to come off the back to club it. Everybody's safe. From the stretch to one, two. Weakly tapped. Could be two, but Whip runs really well. Oh, Got him! And Vinny takes ball four to load him up for Salvi. Back-to-back walks after the double play. Here in the bottom half, they are loaded, two outs. Ground ball to third, Riley has it. Low throw, good scoop at first by Olsen. Ozzy Obies into the jet stream and out of here! Solo homer for Ozzy, and Atlanta gets that run right back. It's four to one. Got a little bit of wind help on that. He hit it hard. It was a curveball down. And he got his 35 inches of lumber on that. not that load like normal pitches, and it's all about timing. And he got Olivares to chase, second time that he struck him out today swinging. Playing perfectly is Grissom. Low throw, but again Olson over there. Cookie Monster just gobbling everything up. 1-1 one, one pitch. Grounder to Albees. Albees reaches down, grabs it, throws on to Olsen. And Kyle Wright settles back in. Another one, two, three inning. for the, When he came up in Oakland, his radar gun was hit 96, 97, but now Zach has turned into a young Greg Maddox. I mean, he's just carving people up as he did there with young Chadwick, Trump, with two strikeouts. Ronald, that one kind of found his back. Duffy at low throw, and that's what Tino cannot handle it. We have seen with this weather a couple of errant throws toward the first base bag, and Ronald reaches. And Hopefully these are learning experiences. Close at first, Paul Hoover goes running to the phone in the Royals' dugout. Thinks he's out. The Royals will Oh yeah. And there goes Zach, again, evolving, 39 years old, still getting better, still, look at that snap throw down to first base. Vinny slapping that leather on him. Not even close. Not even close. On
2: athlete. The 23rd career pickoff. it. 1-2 pitch.
1: Adam they that swinging. The curveball. curveball like that, you can see why he's not the best pitcher on every team he's been on. His 80th pitch of the afternoon is lifted in the air to left center. Eddie's back. Eddie's on the track. And Eddie has it. And that'll end the fifth. Braves on top, 4-1. Up to back. to all all-star caliber players. The pitch. curveball ball inside. Murphy, check his swing. Went around strike three. The pitch. Fastball bounced softly to the right side. Lopez to his right, scoops it up. Throws across his body on the run to first. In time to get Rosario. And that ends the inning. Zach Greinke sets the Braves down in order. He's got six strikeouts through six innings. 2-2. Line to right center, via down for Obese. Elliott plays it on a hop, one out single for Salvador Perez. There he got him, three strikeouts for Olivares. All three times, Wright got him swinging. Isbell has a good swing and hits it to left. He's hit in five straight and the Royals have two on with two out. He takes the ball from Kyle and he will go to the bullpen. Michael Tonkin is out of the pen with two down and two on. And Kyle Wright exiting and the batter is Fran Reyes. Reyes gets a ground ball to left field for a base hit. Here's Salvi around third to score. It is 4-2 with two on and two out. That's Reyes' second hit of the day. The pitch. Lopez drives it toward right field and hangs up for Acuna then drops in front of him. A base hit for Nicky Lopez. On the ground to third. Riley out at second. Albies to first. is not in time. Junior runs and Vinny hits it deep to right field. Hooking into the corner. Gone for a game-time home run. He has a little different strut to him there. Oh, man, not just a little cement mixer like Monty likes to call it. This little spinner that just stayed right there for him. And he begins his day with a strikeout. Rio pitch. He does have the green light. And it's a good thing that he does. Extra bases for Ronald Acconia. He does try for third. And he's going to swipe it easily and there's 26, and that's a big one with a runner at third. He missed, Riley walked. So it will be Sean Murphy coming to the plate. Here is the two-two. Straight three gone, and there it was. Murphy pitch, inside corner, just above the knee. 0-1 to right center. Acuna racing back, reaches up and makes a catch. What can he not do? i have yet to find that out, I'll be honest. Ozzy to right center and pretty well struck. It's off the wall as his bell went crashing into that wall. It's a double for Ozzy. He missed the homer and Barlow. His pitch is released down the right field line and past the diving pass with and Atlanta is back in front. 22 year old baby face assassin strikes with a sniper down the right field line in Atlanta's on top 5 to 4. 2 down and a 2 2. He struck it out. Six in a row. Back to back sweeps. And the Braves will go streaking to San Diego with a 12 4 record.
0: Yep. The Braves are 12 and 4. Swept the uh, Reds and then swept the uh, Royals. Um, like I said, Ronald is probably in the running for NL MVP, and the lineup is not fully intact. Michael Harris is still in the DL. Uh They called up Grissom, so he might be in that spot for the rest of the year, because I don't think if he plays, if he doesn't, because he only made a mistake the other day, but if he hits and plays well, he's not going to get out the lineup. I have no problem with him being starting shortstop because they want to give it to him or the other guy. They wanted to give it to the other guy but he's at triple A. That's a fine. And I think they're going to trade him for another piece. And right now they're going to go to San Diego starting Monday. And they have Max Fried will be back. Yep, Max Fried will be back. Uh, Iglesias is still on DL. Mentor is still on DL. Not Minter. Um, Matt Six still on DL. Who else is on DL from the pitching staff? Um, McEwen is still on DL. The team's not together yet, so they're gonna make noise. Uh, they're gonna win the East, and they have the Padres without Man- uh Not Many, without um, El Nino. So to answer your question I think Ronald Acuna Jr. is the team or well not that he's the leaning candidate for the NL MVP but the team MVP is Sean Murphy because yeah, do is on a concussion I don't think he'll come back just yet alright moving forward okay this has been highly debated all week the Falcons have the 8th pick of the draft And I think they should pick best player available versus player of need because they signed a lot of defensive players because they just did sign Bud Dupree on a proven deal and I really think they should get BJ from Texas. They don't get PJ, get a defensive tackle, but he should be their number one option if he's still available. The best player available should be taken, but let's check this out.
3: Bud Dupree, Atlanta will have another significant opportunity to add to its roster in the upcoming draft, where the Falcons, as you see there on the big board, have the 8th overall pick. Phil, lots of offseason changes and additions for the Falcons. Looks like they're trying to really build something. How do you evaluate what they're
4: doing? Okay, I want to start by saying it's incomplete. Like, I'm not going to confuse them for the 2,000 Ravens right now defensively, but what I will say is that (laughs) this team on both sides (laughs) of the ball, other than perhaps quarterback play, i thought has punched above its weight in the two years of Arthur Smith as the head Coach. Defensively, they're going to have a new coordinator, Ryan Nielsen, yeah. who shows up from New Orleans. But I think they've gotten better, clearly, at all three levels defensively. And what I think they have lacked over the past couple of seasons is splash plays. Sacks, interceptions, field-flipping plays that set their offense up in better position. I think this offseason, they've come close to checking off most of the boxes. I think you can reasonably expect... By the way, the first time have cap base in a while, too, which has been very that nice helps. for their GM, Terry Fon. <laughs> D- those
3: pieces that they added bring quarterback into play, though, at number eight in this oh, show. maybe to, do that Because it's a yeah. healthier roster. I-, I see Atlanta the same way I see Seattle-Detroit. You don't have to be aggressive, but you could be intentional. Mm. There, there's, that, And I like Desmond Ritter. And if they want to build around Desmond Ritter, I could sit here and have that conversation. But if Will Levis falls, or if C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson fall to that eighth spot, and because this roster is healthier, if you're Arthur Smith, who I think universally we believe very highly of, yes. he's a very good coach, it's hard to sit there and go, We're going to roll the dice because we have a healthier roster with Ritter rather than, my goodness, C.J. Stroud is there. Or, my goodness, Anthony Richardson with Arthur Smith there. Because of those additions, while they're not world beaters, it brings into the question, if they fall, do we pounce? Mm.
5: Yeah, Uh, I agree with Dan. If the opportunity is there, it makes a lot of sense. But if it's not, and there's a good chance it won't be with the way things are going as quarterbacks, um, there's a real opportunity to get a premium defensive player with pick eight. And I would love that because I think this is a unit that has real opportunity to make one of the biggest leaps in the NFL this season, not just because of the additions in personnel. We laid them out earlier, you know, with and Ellis, Campbell, and now Dupree up front, and Jesse Bates in the back end. But i am excited about the hire of Ryan Nielsen, which Field mentioned. He was the defensive line coach of New Orleans, seen around the league as a rising star. And I think he's going to bring with him a change in identity. Uh, What we know about Ryan Nielsen coming from the Saints, or what we can presume, uh, they're probably not going to blitz very much. The Saints blitz at the third lowest rate in the NFL. You're probably going to see more man coverage. Saints played third most man coverage in the league. He's going to try to stop the run with light boxes, which is something I've heard him talk about. All of their signings viewed through that lens make a ton of sense. But if you were to drop in one of those top corners or edge rushers into the mix, I'm going be really excited to see what this defense can do.
3: Oh, I mean, absolutely. I think riding with Desmond Ritter is a bold strategy, but as you guys pointed out, they've really backloaded this roster around him so that he doesn't have to carry this team. And so if C.J. Stroud drops to eight, sure, draft him. But if he doesn't, you're going to be okay. And I think Ryan Nielsen is a great person to point out because of what he did developing Trey Hendrickson when they were both in New Orleans. And so you could look at someone like Tyree Wilson coming out of Texas Tech, Miles Murphy coming out of Clemson, or Lucas Van Ness coming out of Iowa. All those guys have the link. They have the power, which is really similar similar, excuse me, to what Hendrickson was coming out of college. So I can see Nielsen looking at one of those guys at eight and saying, hey, let me have that guy, and I can turn him into something special. Made it oh, sorry. <laughs> the only pushback I have on that is this. Carolina's gonna get a guy. <laughs> Carolina's gonna have a dude. It, and I think it's gonna be Bryce Young. Yeah. We don't Derek's okay in New Orleans. Tampa's got question marks. Atlanta. You you can't sit and just be left behind. I like Desmond. I do. There's the chance. You gotta go roll the dice on it. Don't yeah. become Indy when you keep bypassing the opportunity to take a quarterback. If, when you know is yeah. mm. gonna get deep mm. into their eyes the best. Come yeah, on, it, Atlanta, do it. Uh, by the way, in his latest mock, Mel Kiper Jr. has the Falcons taking Georgia outside linebacker Nolan Smith with oh, the eighth pick. One of my favorite down. players in college football. And he would be a guy two weeks away.
0: No, not Nolan Smith. No, he's too small. Like I said. The Falcons are uh, poised to uh, hopefully make a move because they have the second easiest schedule in 2023, five easiest schedules, the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, the Colts, and the Bears, five toughest, Dolphins, Raiders, Chiefs, Bills, Patriots. So, if we can take advantage of the weakness of the schedule on paper, we should be able to do something again I say if Jalen Carter or B. B John Raj is available Robinson is available we take him take the best player available I don't think Carter will be there I think the Lions will probably take him or someone ahead of us will take him but if he is available you take Carter if not Robinson Take a running back don't bet on the fact you last year you struck goal with uh, a running back in the third round That's, that that does, usually doesn't happen lightning usually doesn't strike twice and go against go against conventional wisdom and get the best player available it is 9:40 p.m. on a Sunday. NBA basketball currently right now The Clippers are leading the Suns 63 58 in the third quarter and yes this weekend the NBA playoff started and Yes, the Knicks took game one from the Cavaliers, and yes, I predicted that the Knicks will win in five in five I think they'll win in five the Knicks are too deep and also, for also from the earlier game today, Giannis is hurt, and Tyler is hurt. So injuries might be a factor in this playoffs. But let's get the let's get the four one one. The New York Knicks have just beaten the Cavaliers one zero
3: one to. 97. Despite a very big performance from Donovan Mitchell, we have been doing the best we can to keep an eye on it. Here, the game was on ESPN. The Knicks winning their first series opening game on the road since 1999. Stephen A. Smith
6: reaction: Jalen Brunson showed up in the second half, balled out. The ball was in his hands. setty Osman for some reason, J.B. Bickerstaff thought this man could guard Jalen Brunson one-on-one. Didn't send him much help, much help, and Brunson abused him. That's number one. Number two, when I. Also love is that obviously Donovan Mitchell went berserk. He had about 38, but you need more than that if you're gonna beat the New York Knicks. If you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, it wasn't Joshua enough today. And Josh Hart, I'll give him love to big make some big plays, no doubt about it. I give him love. Brunson finished with 27 on 11 to 24 noon, shooting. Knicks up, 1-0 baby in the series. Knicks, Nick, New York stand up. New York, stand up! Yeah! yeah. No, I'll never
3: do that. That was Cordy. That's That's (laughs) Cordy. You did say earlier you expected this to be the first real battle that we would get. We had easy wins earlier today from Philadelphia and Boston. This really is going to be a dogfight. And it's the Knicks who steal home court advantage in game one.
6: Yes, the whole series I expect to be like this. I love Jaylen's point about the game once and how you feel if you lose it, depending on what's in you and what you You have to hold on to. So, you know, this next game, I mean, we. this is not a shock to me. that the, I, That's why I got, I said Knicks in six. I thought the Knicks could steal a game early on. But it's still going to go back and forth. Probably going to be some more home court losses. But for Golden State, they got to get one. One. Mm-hmm. One. And so my bet is it's game seven. Can you imagine? The, the, the feelings going into a game seven there in northern california between those two communities and those two franchises if that's 3-3 they're right around
3: 90 miles apart quick thought on the knicks and cavaliers game one
6: the knicks played with hustle and with toughness yes um brandon and brunson and Hart made some big shots but the bigs in particular Allen and Mobley looked like they were running on ice skates and had grease on their fingers. Mm. Like literally, they're missing balls, missing layups. They look almost intimidated by the toughness Might of i have been them. nervous. Lot have been nervous. It's perfectly <laughs> understandable. You understand? And by the way, I'm not ruling out a loss in game two either. Let's get greedy. Let's get greedy. Don't, don't, don't hold out now. You got them. You got them reeling. Let them step up. They got to come to the guard eventually. New York, stand up. I New York, York, stand no. up. No, not, yeah. Let's go.
0: Sacramento, yeah, New York stand up. Yeah, they did their thing. Uh, I still think Randall should be traded, but let's get some more insight.
4: On to win this game, thanks to an offensive rebound from Julius Randall. The Knicks were up by two with about ten seconds to play. Jalen Brunson misses a shot. Randall gets the rebound. Cleveland forced to foul. Quentin Grimes, the star from Houston. Hits both of his free throws to seal the game. 101-97 the final. Cavs went on a 9-0 run to end the fourth quarter, but they could not put it away in the end because of the offensive rebounds by the New York Knicks. They out-rebounded the Cavs on the offensive glass 17 to 11. And that was a critical one there from Julius Randle, who made his return to the floor after dealing with a sprained left ankle, missed the last five games of the regular season. He comes back, has a huge first half, 16 in the first half, just three in the second. But most importantly, his 10th rebound of the game helped seal the game for the Knicks, 101-97. Jalen Brunson... Uh, Got into some foul trouble in the first half. He finished with 27 points, 12 of them coming in the third quarter. Donovan Mitchell did everything he could. 38 points this one. He's diving on the floor, getting loose balls, assisting teammates. uh, You see the eight assists there, three steals. This is the best defensive team in the NBA, and uh, they give up 101 points, which is not too bad to the Knicks. But Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, Josh Hart coming off the bench. Goes for a double-double, 17 points, 10 rebounds. And the Knicks take a nail-biter, 101-97. to Let's break it down. Welcome former NBA Coach of the Year, Avery Johnson. As a player, helped the Spurs win an NBA championship in 1999. Avery, what a game in Cleveland, and we expected this series to be a knockout slugfest in game one was exactly what we expected
7: yeah this was one of my top two series along with the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers to start and uh, man they put on the show both teams played you know they were up and down it was real cyclical you know as the game went on a lot of ebbs and flows and that's what happens during, during the course of a game you gotta know how to ride the down cycles and and be prepared to sustain the upcycles. But give the Knicks credit, and specifically the New York Knicks bench. Sure, Jalen Brunson made some key shots down uh, at the end of the game, and Julius Randle, he played well, especially coming back from that ankle injury, missing five games. But that bench was incredible for the Knicks. They outscored Cleveland 37 to 14, and Josh Hart, critical three at the end of A shot clock, a 9-1-1 situation. Knocks down a three. Harden signed, gets a tip offensive rebound. Um, you, You look at those guys. Obi Toppin had nine points in 14 minutes. The Knicks bench was extraordinary tonight. And that's one of the reasons why they now have taken home court advantage back from the Cleveland
4: Cavaliers. Well, I want to shine the spotlight, too, on a couple of uh, offensive possessions where offensive rebounds were huge, I mean critical. At about the eight-minute mark, the Knicks miss a couple of shots, and they get a couple of offensive rebounds, and it leads to a Mitchell Robinson dunk. At that point, it's a 10-point lead, and they're really stamping uh, their superiority in this game. And then you saw with a two-point lead in the final seconds, uh, Jalen Brunson misses a shot, and Julius Randle gets an offensive rebound. I mean, Coach, this was this was fantastic to see. What did you see from the Knicks able to dominate here on the offensive glass?
7: Yeah, when C. Osmond is in the game, obviously they think for some reason he can defend Jalen Brunson. They may have to rethink that strategy. But I I believe Isaac Okoro defensively he helped him, but uh, offensively it's a major struggle. And a lot of times when those shots went up, the Cavs players, they were just ball-watching. They never really made contact with the Knicks. You're going to have to make contact, defend, and rebound, because if you want to give the Knicks second chance points, you're going to be in in for a long series. How about the
4: effort, not only... From Jalen Brunson, but Julius Randle and Josh Hart, and they get all these additions right from their bench. We talk about Josh Hart, but you talk about how this Knicks team, and, and and look, this is a team that's trying to win their first playoff series since 2013. Jalen Brunson, his first season with the Knicks. I mean, this is what this is what they signed up for. This is what they wanted from a team, a young team like this, able to go into Cleveland and get a road win.
7: Yeah, and it's their first road win, uh, what, in what, 20 years? <laughs> this team has been putrid. Uh, they've been, been in a difficult situation. And they won a the game with Emmanuel Quigley, who's been uh, terrific for them, especially filling in for Jalen Brunson. He struggled off the bench. This guy's capable of exploding for 20 points off the bench. So this bodes well. This is good news for the Knicks. Uh, they, they were able to win this game. Jalen Brunson. Made some critical plays down the stretch. I'm sure Spike Lee, I'm sure his dinner is going to be at a high level. He'll be at some five-star restaurant in Cleveland tonight. But the best thing for the Knicks now, man, they can go into game two and play free. Wow, they got a free opportunity here to go up potentially 2 0 in this series. All of the pressure is going to be on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And we'll see what adjustment uh, Coach J.B. Bickerstaff makes coming into game two. I'm hoping that he tweaks his starting lineup because I don't think I Ike Koro uh, in the f- starting lineup is going to be
0: beneficial in the long term for the Cleveland Cav- Cavaliers. Yeah, uh, the Knicks are up. 1-0. Hopefully they can win game two. If they don't, it's back to Madison Gordon Garden. Garden. Uh, the uh, game two is for is not till Tuesday. And the Knicks should trade Julius Randle in the offseason. season. Let those young boys play get a, a guard and a couple of picks. Alright, moving on. How do you fail upwards? You know how you fail upwards? You buy a team for eight hundred million dollars, and you get it sold for either six or seven billion dollars. Yes, Dan Schneider, the awful owner Dan Schneider, for all those stuff, he is going to get seven, six or seven billion dollars for the Washington Commanders. Uh, it's reported that. A uh, group with Magic Johnson and the owner of the Owner of the um, I think the uh, Hockey team Put a bid in for Six billion but uh, there is a report That a former Duke player Put in a bid for Seven check it out the
2: News at 6 begins with breaking news tonight once again on the control of the Commanders. Thank you for being here with us at 6 o'clock. I'm Lorenzo Hall. I'm going to bring in our sports director, Darren Haynes, who's been leading the way on this big story from the very beginning. And, D, I understand there is yet another twist to this. Yeah, so I just obtained documents that say a Washington, D.C., resident is in conversations with the Washington Commanders after placing a $7 billion bid to purchase the team. Now, according to these documents, Brian Davis, the founder of Urban Echo Energy LLC, an energy company, originally placed a bid on March 21st. Now, Davis is a former basketball player for Duke. He won a national championship there. That's him in the middle. All this comes after the commanders agreed on a non-exclusive $6.05 billion offer from the Josh Harris Group last night. Now, according to a source, after the Harris Group's non-exclusive agreement... Bank of America, the bank commander's owner Dan Snyder hired to facilitate the sale of the team, spoke with Mr. Davis asking if Mr. Davis's bid could move forward. The source says Davis said yes and confirmed that the Harris Group agreement was not done. We can confirm Brian Davis's financial documents were sent this morning to the Washington commanders. The documents give a general timeline that says the first billion dollars could be released to Dan Snyder within 24 hours and the rest of the six billion dollars in a week. Also, in the letter I saw Brian Davis is willing to uh, indemnify Snyder as a condition of his offer. So what does this all mean? Well, he's willing to take on any legal liability liability related to Dan Snyder and ongoing investigations into the team. Now, if Dan Snyder accepts, it would set an NFL record for the most expensive sale in global sports history and the NFL's first African American majority owner. Now I reached out to the Washington Commanders today. They have no comment on any of this, so. I right, D really quickly, so with this said, can the Josh Harris group come back with another offer? Can mm-hmm. we keep driving that, the price up? <laughs> that's where the bidding war gets fun. So yes, yeah. they can now counter that in, you know, bid more than seven billion dollars that uh Davis Brian Davis is bidding right now. Yes. They're going to be
0: keeping you busy. All right. This is how you feel upward, folks. You buy a team for 800 million and they're going to give you 7 to 8 for it. 6 to 7, sorry. 6 to 7 for it. It is horrible, but that is America for you. That is America that. This global thing called America Alright, this is The Ninja of Another Color Podcast I'm your host D-O-T-T-L-E-Y A.K.A. The Real Ninja Uh, We are Broadcasting Fine On Sunday, April 6th From the planet Earth At this time We are Talking about the Donna Braves. The Atlanta Falcons. The New York Knicks. And how Daniel Snyder. Fine. Is feeling upward. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, we are available on Spotify. Samsung Music. Sorry. Samsung Podcast. Pandora. Google Podcast. Amazon Music. TuneIn is. Yes, and we're still working on. Apple. You can rate, review, subscribe, comment, all for free at those platforms. So please give us five stars, give us four stars, give us three stars, give us two stars, give us any stars. If you don't give us any stars, I will assume I'm doing it correctly. Alright, for our next story, The Mandalorian. Who is the spy? Last week episode, episode seven was called Spies. Plural. Everybody's banking on which spy is it? They showed the one which was the lady in the uh, New Republic who brain fried uh, Dr. Persian but the other one is who is the Mandalorian spy? Check it out.
5: I'm afraid the pirates have run into trouble on Navarro.
6: The new Republic will increase their efforts to hunt us down.
0: There are citizens loyal to the Empire. And
6: Grand Admiral Thrawn is missing from your delegation. Any word on when he will be able to
0: participate in the you spoken of his imminent return no that's IG 12 now it's more like the vehicle oh,
3: that crazy.
6: maybe when he's older
1: no no
3: no at least let
1: him try it out in my office yes no hey Yes, yes. 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 What are you doing? No. Yes. Hey, give it No. Get it now.
3: Even though the planet is not cursed,
5: there are still dangers. I will go. I will go.
6: They punish us.
0: I did surrender. I was selfish, and this is what I brought.
7: we will rebuild it.
0: There's too much animosity. And this blade is all I have to unify our people.
6: These are the reasons I serve you, Lady Grease. I will serve you until
2: it is.
1: That's for me.
4: The most impressive improvement is that it has me in it. I will create an army that will bring
0: order to the galaxy, where you return the Dark Saber to its rightful. that is Mando episode 7 we had a Grand Admiral Thawne mention cloning who is the pirates we saw the death troopers I guess the upgrade and we found out that Moff Gideon is cloning himself to put him in the, those those suits that's why he wanted that approaching so um information all right we have episode eight season finale all right so I forgot rest in peace um visitor you'll be missed uh, Rick Fukuyama he saved the season because the previous week was awful uh, we have Ig12. 12. Ig12 12 is just a crank lookalike that was set up to buy toys. Did um, Din propose to Bokatan on the ship? Are we going to see the Mississauga next week? Are we going to see Ahsoka next week? Are we going to see Thrawn next week? Uh, season finale might be see Boba Fett. Yep got captured so is Grogu going to save Din or is Din going to die because the speculation that Pablo, Pablo Pascal doesn't, and he doesn't, he wants to show his face and the Mandalorian's culture is to keep your face on you want to be a voice actor. It's money because he gets more money if he shows his face versus a voice acting role. This is next week season finale Uh, I think Rick is doing both he saved the season let's see what's going to happen next week alright ladies and gentlemen let's get ready and buckle up for our question of the week is signing a pinup a sign that your relationship is doomed to fail or is it a smart business decision check it out
7: Want a yes, I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? surprised? I think that it's too many. It's too much going on. If I love you and you love me until so death do us part, that's it. Now why do we need a prenup? Because you already <laughs> planned it. We-
8: I want to start this video by saying something that I've already said in a previous video. This whole thing about signing a prenup is a good thing in my opinion. If you owe a lot of resources, and you worked hard to keep those resources, and you want to get married, you'd be stupid to not make your spouse sign a prenup. Because it's not about trust. Trust is like a mythical thing nowadays, but it's about keeping the resources businesses and assets that you worked hard for in your hand before you even been in a relationship with a woman because that's your stuff and nobody is entitled to take it away from you I'm really not gonna sign a premium no I'm not signing a premium
6: what you guys what I got okay but I don't understand why would you not want to sign basically our your money is my money simple as that okay why are we going straight to the money it don't have me any... all I'm doing is my lawyers are telling me that I have protected myself and it's not from you, but it's just it's I a I don't family. wanna hear that. I don't wanna hear that. Everything that you bring in, in the house, I, it's mine too. Nah, cause I mean, what, what did you come with? What did you come with that you deserve the thing you just got right? right? Like, this is right. for our own protection. Okay. You know, for I don't care what you say. It's my money too. Simple as that. But see, the lawyer said that's what you was gonna do though. They were you was not okay. Okay. So what's the point of okay. you not signing the prenup I mean, The money that you bring home is mine too. Simple as that. end the conversation. <laughs>
8: That's crazy, bro. So I guess
6: I'm gonna be no Listen,
8: it's <laughs> gonna be a win. brother. Brother, run, run before your life gets ruined. You can't argue with the definition of entitlement. She is crazy, bro. You better cut ties with her and move on with your life.
6: Let me see your feelings. I'm not
8: to curse so much. Are you laughing? You no, know, I'm just laughing because you're a little lizard. So,
1: you understand that our wedding is weeks away? Yeah.
8: we can have the prenup drawn up in
3: less than seven days. We can reach a mutual agreement, honey. It's not easy.
2: So, you're
8: saying my, our relationship is a, a negotiation? Is that what you're saying? What? You say how you think, you think business, everything
2: is a Blanco. I don't know if you understand that. That in my house. everything is business. My mother
6: taught me one thing, but it's never personal. So, if your mom was here right now, at this table, your mom is going to tell you that my relationship is a business? Red
8: flags. Red flags and more red flags. I don't want to say what's already been said, but if she starts acting defensive like this, when you bring out the topic of prenups, you got to know that she's after your money. Now, this would be a different story if she was with you and supported you from the start with this business. But it seems like you built that business on your own. You have every right to make her sign a prenup. Simple as that. Let's get one thing straight, baby. You met me knowing what I was building. What no, are you swag. talking about? Uh, well, i just... well, like When you met me, things.
3: I was already doing my thing. Michael,
6: shut up! What's the problem? The last time I jumped when you were running Pierre Blanco, I was right behind you guys.
3: Exactly. Okay, you just said oh. behind. Oh, behind? Yeah, behind. Oh, I was behind you guys, right? Two
8: years behind. You were not helping me conduct business. Oh! I wasn't helping you conduct business as <laughs> I wanted to lawyer! Judy, i take the- I my ass so hard and you know it! Don't
6: sit here and tell me I did
8: it. <laughs> Now this is just getting too much to be honest. I don't know what type of relationship that they're having. That's why I'm not gonna jump into assumptions. But we can all clearly see the entitlement of this woman. And that's a sign for you. For me or for anyone to not be in a serious relationship with women like this. There's no need for
7: this. Let's get to a number.
8: No, there's no number, do no, there's, no, there's, no, there's no number.
6: Baby, this is not a business. My life is not a business. My love is not a business. You wanna sit here and tell me that what I went through do with you was easy? It was mm. not. I lost my family. I lost everything. That
2: was then, this is now. What is wrong with signing a piece, a piece of paper? And then we're safe like if something happens in the future
5: why would I go after your money I'm content with family I don't care about money I don't care about cars yeah it's nice to have in life but I am not with you for that then
2: what's year. the problem with signing a piece of paper just sign it and let's forget about
5: it yeah that piece of paper is like a sword in my heart it means you don't trust me a prenup to me means that your partner thinks that you're going to take everything if all else fails which after five years of being together and having a son together Sean should 100% trust me
2: I mean everything's wonderful now but I've seen what my parents went through I just don't want to go through the same thing what's the harm of talking to a lawyer
5: to me, it feels like Sean is treating our marriage like another business contract and not like a unity of love and commitment. Okay, I'm not signing anything and you need to just know that you want me or you don't. I'm not another one of his clients. I'm the love of his life and he should treat me like that. Try to make me not sign a
2: prenup it definitely makes me a little nervous that you're making a big deal about it. It just seems like you feel some type of way because you are entitled to it you are, if we're ever to
7: break off. Three minutes in marriage But we really gotta go there Yes, that's part of marriage Part of kids Like, that's everything That's everything Mm -hmm. in life Because you think marriage is a contract That's what you think It is We haven't been together all my life Correct Mm -hmm. Like, to me, I feel like it'll be different If me and you started when I was 18 Going through college My college sweetheart Oh, it won't be no question Like, nothing
5: So what you're saying is I won't you shooting in the gym
7: I was gonna be a little more easier (laughs) (laughs) I was But yes, technically, yes I personally don't think Right That marriage should happen So it's not what happened When you, like, just take the house from me. Would you take the house? Would you take the kids? Would you take the cars? No, you know I'm not even that type of person. Right. So I feel like since you know that I'm not that type of person, what is it going to hurt? We spoke about prenups. Eric thought we should have one. I didn't think we should have one. I'm not against it. It's just wanting Eric to trust me more. What do you fear of? I think for me, it's from being hurt in the past. Correct. You know, That's your past. Crossing me, telling me they ain't gonna do this, that, that. I get it. But when it comes to the financial side of me and you, like I've never fed you the energy of using you, or with you because you got this and Correct. you got that. Like I've never given you that vibe. I hope for you. Like I showed you that I really don't need you money-wise. Right. So just and I aren't on the same page with prenuptial agreements. If we can't see eye to eye, I don't know what we're going to do and what are the things to move forward. But I know one thing for
0: sure, I'm not going in this marriage without no prenup. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? Should you, no matter of uh, monetary, should you put a prenup together? knowing that you can put whatever you want in a prenup such as if the money you make the person can get all the money or more than 50-50 could be 90-10 or whatever but does it does it show a sign of that you don't trust a marriage or smart business move please Send us your feedback at ninjasanothercolor at gmail.com. We're also available on Facebook, Twitter, and also TikTok. There you go. TikTok and Instagram. Me personally, if I am with the, if I start with the person, say, they were there when I got everything I would sign a prenup but I would no I wouldn't say if we were I started a business and the person was there from the ground up I said yeah no prenup but if I met this person when I'm fully established um, six-figure dude yeah I am going to put in the prenup this is what I'll put in my prenup if we decide to go Go our separate ways. Whatever is made from the time we met to the time we we disent. Park, you will get seventy percent of that. Since I'm already made, that's how that's how I would set up my prenup because you can put anything in there. But that's just me. I'm built different. All right, this is Ninjas of Another Col- Color Podcast. I'm your host D O T T L E Y, aka the Real Ninja. Tell a friend to tell a friend, we thank all the people who download and listen, whenever we drop it, we are available on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, yes, we're still working on Apple. You can rate us, review us, comment, follow. Wherever you get your podcast platforms Give us 5 stars, give us 4 stars, give us 3 stars, give us 2 stars Give us any stars, if you don't give us any stars I will just assume I'm doing it perfectly Alright, today is April 16th, 2023 This is the podcast of today Please rate, review, subscribe And follow us back next week Thank you.